we're back with another episode of the Hookworks Podcast. And we're going to bring in, I think this is Aimless Hours number two. This is probably, I mean, we've probably had more than two, but. Yeah, we've definitely had more than two. Yeah, we have. But we came up with this a little while ago on an episode where Kate and I are just sitting back, drinking a few brews, bullshitting. Just chilling. And I think we're about due for one because we've not been yeah. really hanging out in the no. last like month no. of our lives. So, And really, the last two weeks, we haven't been having our normal phone calls. No. So I had to call you yesterday, or I guess it was Friday or something like that, or Thursday. Thursday, yeah. yeah. And I was sitting see, in an airport. See if you're still alive. <laughs> you answered the phone. I was like, I guess I'll call you and see what my boo's up to since your punk ass isn't calling me anymore. <laughs> but... Yeah, so if you, I don't remember how many episodes we had, we came up with the idea of aimless hours where we can talk about pretty much anything under the sun. We'll try and whatever comes to mind, stray away from the typical deer hunting this time of year. Yeah, try and um, give you guys a break from that. But not much is going on anyway, so we can't. Talk. Yeah, there's really not a lot to talk about anyway. So, uh, but yeah, we know we liked the name aimless hours, so we're due for another one. So that's what this episode's got in store. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Although I don't think we have anything to talk about. I got really distracted. I still got this plastic worm, and it's There's still pieces of that. It's down to table. fine grit now. <laughs> well, it was a little pebble, and then I ripped it on the last episode. I don't know the rest. I of I need it. you to like brush it away so you can focus on this free. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <clears throat> You're still looking at. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to ask you the other day, though, when we were on the phone, have you made any recent gun purchases? Um, no. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I did get my suppressor in, though. Yeah, but that was a purchase from before, but that is pretty sweet. Yeah, but it's freaking exciting. Yeah. Um, It'll yeah, look sexy. It was nice because I had already had it paid for, so I just got to go pick it up and not spend any more money. So, I mean, technically it's free, right? Basically, yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah, that's free. I really like almost wanted to order another one just to get that like eight month process <laughs> yeah. started over again yeah. so that I already had another one to wait on. But <laughs> I talked myself out of it for now. Uh, I should go ahead and do it. I mean, there's some purchases coming in the near future. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I haven't been making any gun purchases. I'm trying to, I've been trying to really focus on saving money here recently. So, but yeah. then I was actually talking to Ryan like yesterday and, uh, I was like, man, I've been working some overtime at work. So I got some money that I can justify spending. So uh, I need a magnifier for my one of my sites uh, that's not cheap. So that one's probably in the works. And then I got to end, end slash start every year with mm -hmm. some kind of gun purchase. So that one's in the works too. So yeah, it's coming. You're, you're getting to the level of numbers of guns. Whenever somebody asks you what or how many you have, you just say enough. I'm not there yet, actually. You're getting there. I don't actually have that many, which no. is heartbreaking to me. But <laughs> it's because I spend so much freaking money on the ones that I do have. <laughs> I don't ever buy anything cheap <laughs> that it slows down my process. But Yeah, you need to get like some like old school type guns for just a collection. Yeah, Um that's what I kind of want to start doing. Uh, like a lever action is mm -hmm. on the list. That's something that I need to start watching 
don't tell Facebook about this, but there's a couple like low key groups where they mm-hmm. sell guns. Um, yeah. On, that are like super strict rules and stuff like that, but they pop up from time to time. They're just so expensive. And like people on those sites know. Um, and I'm going to talk about this because it's totally legal in the state of Oklahoma. When you sell a firearm privately, you don't have to re-register it or anything, right. anything like that. And I think there's a lot of guys on that group that know that the reason people are buying guns secondhand is because they're not in their name. Mm-hmm. Just in case, you know, they tried to crack down yeah. and like come for them or whatever. Right. Good luck if they do. That's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> um, but they know a lot of guys are buying them just so they don't have to register them. Mm-hmm. So there's guys that try to take advantage of that. Like, well, if you want this off the record, you're going to pay for it. Right. So the the guns in that group sometimes, I mean, unless you're buying just like an actually cheap kind of just kind of not really shitty, but like a basic gun, they're all really high priced for used yeah. guns. So like, I haven't really bought anything off of there. Yeah, but I do need to start looking because I do want a lever action. I have two that I want. Um, I need to start looking out for a deal on one. Yeah, see if I can find one. I want some. I want. I want a peacemaker. Is what I want, dude. Those things. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to have that in a lever action. And kind of just feel that like cowboy type fantasy of yeah. mine, you know, <laughs> just to have that. It's definitely like on the list for me, that kind of stuff. Like I'm not really a revolver guy, but yeah. I want a couple revolvers yeah. just to have them, you know, say I do shoot them for fun every now and again mm-hmm. or whatever. But really like at this stage, because I had guns like going through high school and stuff, but I was, mm-hmm. I was big into shotguns for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I got to duck hunting and stuff, never anything else. Just now to the point where I'm like an adult making enough money that I can buy mm-hmm. guns and stuff. I'm still buying the guns for a purpose, like yeah. not just to collect them and stuff like that. So every gun that I've bought kind of has a specific pers- purpose and I'm still kind of mm-hmm. got some more on the list that I intend to have a use for them, even if I don't use them all the time. But Right. So I haven't got to those like collector guns yeah. or anything like that just yet. I was talking to my neighbor last night and I was telling you kind of about it this morning. You know, he does... Like he he plays around, but he kind of does those like uh, what are they called? Like the Western sporting event type thing. Yeah, Something I don't like remember that. the exact name. Oh, of they them, they have like regulations. You have to dress a certain part. You got to have these mm-hmm. nicknames. Not that I'd want to do it, but it, I it, see TikTok videos of yeah, that kind of stuff all looks, the time. It looks fun as shit. It looks sick, honestly. But <clears throat> I would do it. Which he's at retirement age with the law enforcement yeah. that he's in. He's like. I'm the youngest guy there. Really? Yeah. He said, <laughs> yeah. these guys get effing serious about it. He said, we got two guys that are like number five and number six in the nation and these things. He said, I don't see a chance of that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But just talking with him about it. Oh, dude. I, he got me like a gear turning in my head with those guns and stuff. Like an old peacemaker, lever action, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just get like two peacemakers on like old holsters and everything, yeah. you know, like that'd be sweet. It would be cool for sure. Old gunslinger feel, you know? Mm-hmm. But eventually I'll start building a collection. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm slowly working on mine. Like I said, I'm still I'm in a bad freaking AR phase right now. I've already got two on the list, like my next two that I'm gonna buy are I haven't even started that yet. ARs, I keep saying so. every year, I'm gonna do that this one. I'm gonna do that this one. <laughs> you time. and Dakota both say the same thing. I'm like, as soon as you're ready, I will help you build one for a good price and get you a solid gun. <laughs> but neither of you are willing to commit. What I need to commit but to is just problem is, sitting down and 
putting a price list together and yeah. figuring it out. That's, I just don't go that far. Yeah. Again, so, uh, but the problem is once you start, it's addicting. Yeah. So I was talking to Clay about it the other day because I was talking to him about I need the magnifier from that FDE gun that I have, mm-hmm. uh, my AR pistol, and I was telling him about it and he was talking about the site that I have on it and like how much it costs or whatever. And I was like, yeah, the magnifier is about the same price as the site. And he was like, good grief, dude. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I still haven't totaled up the amount of money that I spent on that gun. Cause Jeez. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to know and with the suppressor on the end of it. It just good makes Lord. it that much yeah. worse. <laughs> so I, yeah. yeah, I haven't even seen your new deer rifle. Oh no, you haven't. Have you? Mm. It looks sick. With yeah. the Suppressor on it. <laughs> I'm so excited about that thing. Yeah. I might have to kill a doe at Haskell just so I can kill a deer with it this yeah. year. I don't really want to shoot a buck with it. Although if I see a buck with it, I'll shoot him. Yeah. Like a shooter buck. I'll shoot it with it. Um, yeah. But, what is that? I don't even remember what it is. It's a 308. Okay. Nothing crazy. Just a, a simple deer rifle. Mm-hmm. Didn't spend a ton of money on it. Just a good deer killing rifle it's really all i wanted for it just so i could retire the 303 yeah that gun is my only like collector gun right now 303 sexy yeah um that gun is officially retired i still want to shoot it some Mm -hmm. i need to buy some ammo for it just to keep on hand i still want to shoot it some but yeah for the most Mm -hmm. part that gun's done it's not going to go to the woods anymore at least yeah so that's why i bought the deer rifle but i need to re-sight it in now that i have my suppressor Mm -hmm. because it does change your your aim point slightly. It'll it'll adjust where the gun's hitting. So I need to do that before rifle season gets here and go mm-hmm. shoot that gun. It still should be close. Like um, my other AR, whenever I built it, I set it up suppressor ready. And Ryan already had the suppressor that I was ordering. Mm-hmm. So I got to use his suppressor. And I sighted in the gun and then put his suppressor on it and shot like a three-shot group to see how much the suppressor affected it. And it moved it over to the left like two inches. So it's oh, not okay. a drastic, like the gun should be easy to sight back in. Mm-hmm. But I just need to find the time to go do it. Yeah. And find somewhere to do it because I don't really want to do it on my property. No. I did take my uh, AR pistol out there. I think it was a couple weekends ago. I think it was deer season when I went. Mm-hmm. Uh but I took it out there just to shoot it with my suppressor because um, you have to, a lot of times you have to adjust your gas system in those ARs when you put a suppressor on it because mm-hmm. it affects the way they cycle and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wanted to shoot my suppressor with that gun just to see how it did. And it functioned just fine. So I don't think I have to make any adjustments with it. Mm-hmm. But it, it was also like, I got the suppressor. I need to finally shoot it and see what it's like. And it was lovely. Yeah. It was satisfying. So. Golly, I need to build it's addicting. Yeah, I need to build one. I'm getting I've I've gone long enough without buying any gun <laughs> shit. So now I'm getting that itch. Itchy good. Yeah. <laughs> Just within the last week I've been thinking. Right after deer season's gonna hit you hard. Yeah. <laughs> it will. It hits you real hard. But at least I'm trying to hold off to those like end of year, maybe like maybe I'll get lucky and get a bonus from work. Maybe a tax refund. Actually, I'm probably not getting a tax refund this year. I'm probably getting screwed on taxes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. Going to try and pick up another one around the end of the year, early next year. And then, like I said, still going to spend some money on the ones that I do have. Mm-hmm. What's your count up to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. Either. I actually don't know at this point. It's not very many. 
but I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. It's definitely under 20. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm not the type that, like, just, like, I have friends that, like, watch those Facebook groups heavily. Mm. And if they see a cheap gun, they just buy it. Yeah. Just to have more of them. And sometimes they'll resell them or use them in trades for other guns and stuff like that. It was just smart. Like, go for it. Yeah. I'm not that type of person. When yeah. I'm buying a gun, I'm getting, like, exactly what I want. Right. So I either buy it new or I wait until I find exactly mm-hmm. what I want. I'm, like, from a used one or something. So. Yeah. I haven't been up in the count very quickly, but. My goal is at least one or two a year, so. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I was going to start last year. I was going to start, like, every Black Friday trying to find a good deal on a gun. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. But I didn't find any good deals last year. Really? So, we'll see if I find any this year. Just have to wait till maybe Shields finally opens up. I'm so ready for it. Dude, I know. I forget about it, and then every time I remember, I get so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video the other day where they were, like, buying some guns at Shields. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, their collection is so much it's better than so what we have better. at, like, Bass Pro. And I really think the Tulsa store is going to put a lot of the Shields out of, like, because I've been to a couple of them. But the one that they're building here in Tulsa is going to be massive. That's good. I, w- I was worried, like, whenever I heard that it was coming, I didn't know how big they were doing it. So it's like, I don't know if it's going to be as good as the other yeah. stores and stuff. But, I mean, as long as it's up to par with, like, the ones in freaking Nebraska and Kansas oh, and stuff like 100%, that. 100%, dude. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been to one or two of them in Iowa, and they're big, and they're nice, and I love them. But I think this one's going to be bigger. Yeah, that'll be sweet. I can't wait. I think it was like three stories or something like that. I have no it's idea. It's enormous. It. It's got to be big enough to fit a Ferris wheel in it, apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Shields for coming to Oklahoma finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be nice. We needed that. It's going to put Bass Pro out of it. I don't ever go to Bass Pro anymore. Unless there's no to walk around, you know. Yeah, I really don't either. I might go there in the spring every once in a while for some fishing lures or something like yeah. that. That's really about it. Mm-hmm. They don't really care anything good anymore and I, don't, I don't know hunting wise they really don't carry hardly anything that i buy Mm-mm. and if they do like i can usually find a price better somewhere else online, like order it online yeah whatever, which you know isn't the greatest you know they say like shop local or whatever but fast mm. is a giant corporation so yeah. they're not hurting by not getting my money so yeah and you and i were kind of having this conversation the other day i don't know if like as i was saying like it'd be kind of cool if tulsa area got like a cabela's or something like that but Anymore, it might be one and the same anyway. Yeah, I think they're, I I feel like they have to be pretty much one and the same because they're owned by the same people now. Yeah, I mean, they may have some Cabela stuff stuff in Bass Pro. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know what they're, like, I don't even know if they're building new Cabela's anymore since it got acquired by Bass Pro. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't imagine it would be too much different. And like, once Shields get here, gets here, I'll probably never shop at Bass Pro again. (laughs) Probably not. They'll have everything you'll ever need. Yeah. That's the cool thing about it because it's like an academy of dicks, some Cabela's, mm. a Bass Pro, all in one. And it's Shields is really good about like doing sales and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I've even bought stuff online from Shields just because yeah. they had a good sale price yeah. on it. So, yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, I think they're the ones that are kind of selling what people actually want mm-hmm. and need compared to, I don't know, Bass Pro just, it used to seem like they had a lot better selection. Yeah. And I think as, as like the outdoor industry has grown, Bass Pro I don't feel like has kept up with the times no. quite as well. And they also really push their own products. Mm-hmm. They have their own in-store brands that that's what they want to sell. Yeah. 
Which, so, I mean, I guess makes it, sense for it, them. But. Yeah, it's totally understand. And they they make, like, decent gear for hunting and yeah. stuff. They make some nice stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's just what you want. Yeah, it's just at this point, like, I found the, like, brands and that sort of stuff of gear that I use. And most of the time, it's not stuff that Bass Pro carries. Or if they do, they yeah. don't have the best price on it. So. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> when uh, That's opening next year? It's supposed to be next year, I think. Yeah. Will it be before hunting season? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it doesn't really matter. I get by now, yeah. but. No, I don't remember. I know it's next year sometime. Yeah. No, that's freaking sweet. There's no, what's the closest Cabela's to us? I guess Rogers, Arkansas, which that was a tiny one. How far is Rogers from here? A couple hours. I mean, see that or Oklahoma City. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. I forgot. That one's fairly new, isn't it? It looks new. I don't know actually how. I I've mean, they maintain there. their stores really well, so yeah. I don't actually know how new it is. I've never been to that one. I've only been there like twice. Yeah, I forgot about that one. But, yeah, those are the two closest ones. Which Cabela, well, I don't know. I feel like Cabela's used to have a better gun selection, but I haven't been in too many of them to really compare. Yeah, to be honest, I've never really, like, paid attention to their gun selections anyways. Mm-hmm. Like to be because they're the type they only carry your specific, like they don't only carry, but they really primarily carry like a certain set of guns, like hunting focused mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I, I she do know, carries like all kinds of yeah. random guns. Well, I do know like Cabela's and um, Kansas City, and I'm sure plenty of other do too. I don't know about the two that are closest to us, but I do know that Kansas City one they have like a. It's like an antique room. Yeah, I've and, heard about and, that. Yeah, and so they, they do have that where they have all these old old type guns, you know, and I think you can kind of buy, sell, trade and mm-hmm. stuff like that too, which I think is cool. <clears throat> yeah. That, yeah, I just learned that the other day actually that like Shields will buy used and sell used guns too. Yeah. Does Bass Pro do that? I don't think. I've never paid enough attention I haven't to, either. to know that. But I don't usually browse their gun selection much anyway. So. Yeah, I don't really either. Um I have a gun plug at this point, so yeah, I usually yeah. get stuff kind of off, like from random places. And ever since, like the last few guns that I bought have all been AR, so I'm building them for the most part anyway, so you don't buy a complete gun. Right. So. Yeah, with your connections, there's no sense in really uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're pit stopping right now beer transfers we don't edit this shit out on uh on these episodes nope that's too much work you guys get because <laughs> <laughs> i usually have edit all these episodes last minute right before i post them so uh minimal we just want you guys to get the raw real world experience from these episodes. yeah these aimless hours are just just like it used to be in the good old days when we were alcoholics in our shop. <laughs> As we crack more beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I also just want you to know you like amplified my gun itch by just having that conversation. I knew I would. I knew. Find me something to buy. Hey, As you get on <laughs> our phone right now. <laughs> Actually, excellent. Here's on accident, guys. Trail camera notification. Ooh. They're back. Oh, yeah, I saw them. Wait, where? 
at the feeder in Sand Springs. Just okay. the does. Just now? Uh, recently. Oh, yeah. 11.05, yeah. One minute ago. Yep. But to get you off your gun talk, because I know you won't shut up for the rest of the episode <laughs> if I don't stop you. <laughs> I kind of had this thought not too long ago, and this is this will lead into a multi-question type scenario here. Do you think you could, at this point in your life, do away with like 100% of social media? Hmm. Everything. Like take you back to the days whenever you just had like a like a the most simple cell phone. No Facebook, no Twitter, no nothing. No. You don't think you could do it? No. (laughs) Not really. No. Does that does that get rid of like YouTube? Oh fuck. I didn't even think about that. Because without YouTube, I've got nothing, man. Like I need YouTube in my See, I was gonna say yes until you mentioned that. That's my primary source of like entertainment is YouTube. Okay, we'll keep that because I think of that as more like a nowadays like a streaming service. Yeah. So we'll just say the typical social media accounts besides that. If I had to, yes. Do I want to? No. Yeah. <laughs> like I I like Instagram. I hate to admit it, but I I like TikTok. I watch a lot of TikTok. It's so bad. I need to delete it. But even if I delete TikTok, I'm going to get on Instagram Reels or Facebook videos. TikTok's everywhere now. Like it's my feed is the same on all three accounts. Exactly. Yeah. Because my problem is like now, like I'll get on TikTok at night and I'll be scrolling, scrolling. Like I got to get off here. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I got to lay the phone down, you know? Mm -hmm. And I go to like, scroll through my homepage. It's like, oh, I have a Facebook notification. Go check that. And then I kind of scroll a couple <laughs> times then I go end up on the reels. I don't even know how it happens. And then I was like, oh shit, I got to get off here. Like, oh, I have the Instagram notification so I get on that. Do the same shit. And yeah. I'm on the phone for like 30 minutes a piece minimum on each account. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Because really the way I think, but like, I don't, I don't think social media is a bad thing. Like, it can be a bad thing. Too much of anything is a bad thing, yeah. you know, if like you're heavily addicted to it. Yeah. Um, I'm probably borderline addicted to TikTok. I watch it every <laughs> I night think, before I think I go most to sleep. Americans are, yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah. But um but like Instagram man, I don't personally post very often. Like mm-hmm. occasionally I'll post a story if I'm doing something right. halfway interesting. I try to I actually wish I was more active on them, but I'm not. Um it's just when you're as ugly as I am, there's no reason to post pictures of yourself. So, <laughs> uh, But it's like Instagram. I love Instagram. I, I want to see the freaking deer pics. Mm-hmm. I want to see the duck piles. Like, yeah, I like following those outdoor pages and that sort of thing. Um, So like, I don't, I would never really want to like lose that part of it. Yeah. And then obviously Facebook, if I don't have Facebook marketplace, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that either because I probably spend more time on Facebook Marketplace than I do anything else. And I don't even look to buy anything. I'm just... Yeah, I don't even really... I really don't buy anything on Facebook Marketplace, but I look at it a lot. (laughs) I look at it so much and I'm like saving shit like I'm going to fucking buy it. I'm saving these $60,000, $70,000 trucks. Then little little trinkets for the yard, you know, little... Yard lamps or shit yeah. like that. You know, I'm fucking weird. I'm to this point. Actually, like, I really haven't been looking at Facebook Marketplace a ton lately. The only thing I do look at pretty regularly is I'm, like, 
I'm to that point where I really need to consider replacing the tires on my truck. Yeah. So I'm trying to find wheels and tires. Yeah. So I, like, I save some posts from that now and again, even though I really have no intention of buying them. Right. That's what I look at at this point, but Facebook yeah. Marketplace is addicting. That's probably my, what I would have to go to like rehab for is Marketplace. <laughs> and I, I can't tell you the last time I bought something off of it. Yeah, me neither. I I don't really. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I really don't buy anything. I just look a lot. Yeah, and I've been better, but I've also been the dude that I cuss a lot, that I would like message people about shit. You're the worst. You're the absolute worst. Don't message somebody if you're not actually thinking about buying it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like whenever I'm in my Facebook marketplace mood, I'm like, I could buy that. And so I ask questions. I haven't done it in a long time. That is, but I used to be that guy because I know whenever I sell shit, that drives me up a wall. (laughs) It drives me up a wall. But I will say also that sometimes it's just because I accidentally started the conversation because that easy button that you can just hit is it still available? Sometimes I'll hit that, and I don't want to be like, "Sorry, I just accidentally hit that." But see, I've never done that. I don't know why I do. I don't know how I've never done. And I'm also the type if I'm actually like looking at something to buy, I will never send that basic message. I'll type out my own. Yeah, I if I'm actually doing that, yeah, I don't. Yeah. But sometimes I'll actually hit that message, and so I'm like, "All right, let me ask some questions about it because I don't want to be like." I mean, I understand that you don't want to be a complete dickhead. You don't want to be that guy's like, "Oh, sorry, I accidentally hit it." Yeah. But in in all reality, they'd probably rather you do that because you're not wasting more of their time. Yeah. Probably. If you accidentally hit it, just type really quick, sorry, accident, and then yeah, I probably should do that. Won't waste their time replying. Yeah, but I mean, so that kind of answered like kind of my next question, I guess. I mean, well, yeah, it would answer it, but my next like, could you, could you, and and would you like live off grid and like homestead type? Like you only eat what you kill, um, and you build your own shit. You know, get like a smoke shack, all this shit, which in return meant no social media, none of that shit. Right? Do I think I could? My overconfident self says yes. Um, I do think I genuinely could. Does that mean I'm willing to? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the luxuries of the, the the normal life. But I think if I had to, yes. Which I think I your luxuries would change, too, if you decided to go that route. Yeah. I think, I mean, it, it definitely would. It, part of that is, like, intriguing to me and sounds mm-hmm. fun. Like, I follow some guys on social media that yeah. do that kind of stuff. I mean, could you, like, just imagine, like, if you, like, did your due diligence on it and, like, you built good shelter or good home, you know, or whatever. And you knew you were going to be all right throughout the year. Could you imagine just like the piece of that though? Oh, it'd be incredible. It just like no worries. Like if if just, you really think about it. Yeah. They are living and doing every day. What we do is a hobby. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, granted it's different because they're having to do it to live, but right. you know, but like you have that stress of having to provide for yourself, but you also relieve so much stress yes. of eliminating like a ton of other like normalities of regular mm-hmm. life and stuff yeah. like that. So I think, I think I would really like it. I think it would be hard for me to get used to, but like once I got to mm-hmm. it, I think I would like it. Yeah. 
But that's the thing, though. It's like in, in this day and age, you don't have you don't have to, you can do that without completely eliminating like what you would expect, like the internet and the social yeah. media and stuff like that. Because there's so many methods now of having access to those things. Like, um, I forget his name. Do you watch the like bearded guy on TikTok? He's got a really long beard. He has a little dog named Minion. I don't guess so. You haven't seen this guy? I think it's like Narrow Way Homestead or something. I may have seen him. You've point. probably seen him. His name's like Nate or something like that. That kind of sounds familiar. Um, but he has a camper that he like he bought. I don't remember how many years ago he committed to homesteading. He bought a camper, made it like somewhat permanent. He has a bunch of solar panels, so he runs purely off of solar mm-hmm. electricity. Um, he has like a water storage tank where he collects rainwater and does that whole nine yards. Uh, he has like a, a storage building right now that he's like turning into a livable area so he can get out of his camper and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he also, I'm pretty sure he probably uses like uh, Starlink, Elon Musk's oh, yeah. like internet or whatever. He has like a full gaming setup in his <laughs> uh, camper and he's like, obviously very active on TikTok and stuff like that, but he completely lives pretty much like off grid. Mm-hmm. Even like, I don't think he provides for himself in the way of like hunting and stuff like that. Yeah. I think he goes and gets groceries. He has like some chickens and ducks and whatnot right. or whatever for eggs or whatever. But no, so he's not like fully committed, but yeah, he still pretty well lives off grid mm-hmm. and does all of his own stuff, but he's, like I said, he still games. He's on TikTok and that yeah. sort of thing. So it's like really easy to still do that sort of thing if yeah. you wanted to. What like like if you did decide to go down that route? What would be like some modern things and modern things that you're like used to in your daily life that you would be like willing to get rid of to do that? That's tough because. I feel like I could keep a lot of those things mm-hmm. even in doing that, like go the same route that that guy did. Like, I don't really want to give up my internet. Yeah. That sort of thing. You got to have a phone. I'm not getting rid of my phone. No. Um, so I would keep, yeah, I feel like I could, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I could keep a lot of it. It just live kind of. Yeah. You just maybe give up the luxury of like regular, like go grab some food real quick or something like that. But I don't feel like you actually have to lose that much, especially if you go that route and like buy a camper Mm -hmm. and live in that while you're building a different shelter or whatever. Yeah. I can't think of anything specific that you necessarily have to give up. So you wouldn't want to go like real hardcore into it? No, not without, not without like a really valid reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, if shit hits the fan and you need to go completely off-grid, then, yeah, you're committing to it. But I feel like part of me would want to, though. Because I'm going off-grid for a reason, not just to get away from my neighbors, you know? Yeah, I mean, you get rid of neighbors. You also get rid of, like, utilities, Mm-hmm. that sort of thing you do your own water collection system you do solar power yeah um but other than that i feel like there's I, much I feel like, else that you get away from because like i feel like if you go off grid you know 
but you keep yourself connected to the level that we are on social media, I feel like you're still too connected to that way of life. And it would, I don't know. Well, I see what you're saying there. Um, of all the bullshit that you see and deal with and the, like we were just talking about, like the rabbit holes that you go down on shit. Like it's not good for your brain to do that. Yeah. No, I can see that. Which would be kind of my reasoning for going off grid. Yeah, I guess it would, it, for me, it would depend on my reasoning for why I'm going mm-hmm. off grid. Like, if I'm going off grid because I truly feel like I need to get away from that, and then yeah, I'll get rid of like the social media and that sort of stuff. But, um, and then if you, if you do something like that, you lose a lot of your ability to have downtime to sit and watch YouTube mm-hmm. for five hours a day or something yeah. like that. So, you you so, obviously get away from it already. I guess I'll kind of also reword that question with the modern things. What would you modern things that we use today, <clears throat> like even besides your phone, because that's obvious. What would you have to have for you would think and and survival type that's modern day, whether it's equipment or something like that. I don't know if that's something that I could like come up with off the spot. Because I would consider like a compound bow modern time. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too. If I'm in the position where like next week I need to go off grid, I already have a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no reason for me to go without it. No, I already have not. it. So that's a tool in my mind. That's yeah. not like something. I'm not saying like go 100 percent like Amish style, right? And cut everything of the world off. But yeah, and I'm not gonna go build my own bows when I have a freaking no thousand dollar. No, if you bows. have a shit ton of time because <laughs> you're homesteading, then to build one, I'll do it for fun. Yeah, just killing time, you know. <laughs> but but. That that I think that's a harder question of like what modern day shit would you bring to the woods with you besides like your cell phone or something like that because that could be for more safety type stuff that you would need you know that mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think guns are a shoe in modern guns even are a shoe in yeah but would you go the camper route probably. Because it, it just seems to make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Like, but would you go the camper route and then build your own like a log cabin or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I would. Mm-hmm. I would make the camper livable for the time being, but I wouldn't want to live in it permanently. Yeah. I would want to build like a bigger shelter mm-hmm. or whatever, bigger, bigger house and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if you did, like, if we, one of us decided, or you decided to go off grid, like. Where in the country would you do that? Because I wouldn't choose Oklahoma. I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily choose Oklahoma, but then again, like, it depends on the reason that I'm doing it. Because I don't want to leave family. No. My reasoning for not wanting to be in Oklahoma is weather purposes. Just because I'm a bitch in the summer, and if I don't have AC or something like that, count me out. AC is a good one. I don't know if I could go without it. That is a good one. Yeah, that's one of them I don't think I could go without. (laughs) Thinking about it. (laughs) But that's why I'm saying, like, I wouldn't choose... Like, if you had to go without it, 
I'd be going north because you can heat with fire. Yeah, you, you with can a wood heat stove. With fire. Yeah, and summers are very comfortable because they still get cool at night. How many how many states around us though don't get hot during the summer? Like, not that many. Not that many. Even whenever you go north, but yeah, even you you go up to Minnesota, they still get ninety five yeah. degrees in the summer. Uh, to be honest, I'd be going to the mountains. Yeah, but then you're fucked during the winter. But you can heat yourself. It doesn't matter. You can't go outside. Like, you you learn to adapt. Yeah, I, I think don't you, know. Cold can it be. It depends on where you're at too. Cold can be more brutal than the hot in a lot of. Yeah, it can. Too. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go far north and the and like if I was going to go to the Rockies or something like that, I wouldn't go far north. Yeah. Because you get up northern Montana and you're negative sixty. Yeah, you can't do. I ain't doing like that. that. No. I mean, people used to. I don't know how, but I, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Maybe like Colorado. I feel like it'd be our. Right. Yeah, it gets effing cold there during it's the winters. Hot too, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't think Colorado's that much cooler than Oklahoma. In this. I mean, it's probably quite a bit cooler. It depends. They probably don't hit like 115 like we do occasionally, no. 110 or whatever. I mean, th- that depends on altitude changes too. I mean, winters are different throughout the state there. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a good question. Or would you go east in the Appalachian? I don't know. I don't know enough about the other states to mm-hmm. do something like that. What I do know is Oklahoma, though. That, that's I also know, true. I know the winters are bearable. That's true. We get some pretty gnarly cold winters, but for the most part, they're not they're that doable because they don't last more than, at most, a couple weeks. Yeah. And even the summer, you got about two months of extreme, extreme hot. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it's pretty manageable. That's a good... That, that's pretty... That's true. So. But. With... The population in Oklahoma, do you think you could homestead enough? Like like what I have visualized in my mind is just even driving a car, you got to go four hours to a grocery store, kind of boondock type. You can't really do that in Oklahoma. No, you can, but I also don't. I don't think that... I don't think that's a requirement for homesteading. No, it's not. It's just what I have visualized in my head. Like, I'm talking like... I guess what I have visualized in my head is like you're up in the fucking mountains. Yeah, but what you have visualized, I feel like it doesn't matter where you are. If you want to eliminate yourself from civilization, no, yeah, you're right. traveling to, traveling into the city and something, you don't have to go. You you don't have to leave your property no. if you don't want to. That's true. So you can do that anywhere you want. You buy ten acres in the middle of freaking Tulsa. Yeah. And if you don't leave it, you don't leave it. You're homestead. <laughs> but. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean the resources are there for you to, right. to do something like that. but Because you're not going to be able to hunt your own food and fish your own food yeah. in the middle of Tulsa, you know. Right. So. But, yeah, I don't necessarily think. Do you think Oklahoma, if you were to do that and you never, like, say you had 10, 15 acres that you never left, do you think those 10 or 15 acres could supply you with enough resources to survive? What what would be those resources you would need? Mm. So I have a little like loophole to that. You don't necessarily need 
like a pond. Well, okay, this is like a counter to your question. Can I travel to the lake and fish if I need to catch some fish? Okay, yeah. Because like, yeah, it's a natural resource. That, yeah, right here where we're at, it's fucking epicenter for it. I mean, we can travel okay. to any lake we want and catch whatever kind of fish we want yep. to survive. Yep. I already own a boat. It's paid off. Yep. It's, it, it so might that, little, that would answer that question in modern day. It with registration if I decide to stop <laughs> registering, <laughs> registering it. But, but I've never been stopped by a game. No. Board, so I could probably get by. Okay. You know? So that does answer <laughs> one of your questions of a modern day convenience you'd keep is a boat. Yeah. I mean, why not? One of the, it's one of those things I already have it. So yeah. like why I wouldn't get rid of it, yeah. you know? Um, so I think you could do it in Oklahoma. Like, I think so. What part of the state? We'll, we'll narrow it down to Oklahoma. I think because, because yeah, we are in the epicenter, but if you, you have all the time in the world and you know, you need, so many fish or so many deer, whatever, you know, you need X amount of resources. You don't necessarily need the however many lakes we're in the center of right here. No, you don't. But I mean, you got those options. So like, why not use those to your advantage? What part of the state do you think has the most resources? And you could still be secluded. Um, I think it'd have to be eastern part. I'd say southeast. western part doesn't have enough water. I'd say southeastern. Southeastern, probably. You have you kind of have like the mountain area. You have some lakes, rivers. You have enough deer population. Even like northeastern, you'd have a problem getting away from people, mm-hmm. but you still have all the resources you need. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty. That's also. I also feel like the more resources you have, the more population you have also. Mm-hmm. But southeastern Oklahoma, you have the lakes. You have the deer population. Yeah. You have everything I think you need. And you still kind of get that mountain feel. Yeah. I don't necessarily need the mountain feel. I don't give a shit. No. <laughs> but. Now that may make it harder for crop side if you want fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm convinced if I really want to do it, I can go to my family property in Haskell, Oklahoma and get by. That's pretty secluded. Yeah. That area would be just fine. Yeah. It doesn't have the deer I want to shoot my freaking big bucks during deer season. Well, that's not the point. It's got the deer for me to survive. Yeah. (laughs) And rabbits. and. If you were... Do you think legally... That Oklahoma allots you enough deer to survive on that meat throughout a year? Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so. If you're eating it daily. Also, if I'm doing it to survive and I'm off grid, I don't give a shit about no. season limits. No. Because you're probably not buying season Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. No, you're right. Oklahoma would probably be pretty good. It's just. I, think it would, I don't think it would be bad. No. Got a lot of lakes and rivers to access when you need mm-hmm. them. Plenty of deer. Deer, I feel like, would be your main source outside of fish. Yeah. I don't really feel like you got a lot of other options. Um, you could hunt some birds. Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel, rabbit. It's not a ton. You kill them when you see them. Mm-hmm. And use them. And the climate's 
good enough that you could run your own livestock. Yep. Stuff like that. I think it's very doable. And it makes me wonder why sometimes we don't just do that, especially the way the world's going sometimes. And we're just so accustomed to those luxuries of life. I know. Not willing to. It's almost like we can't get off the tit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I'm not ready to get off the tit. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't have to. Yeah. But I feel like like after you did it, like I feel like after you did your first year, I feel like you wouldn't want to go back. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. If you like prove to yourself that you're capable. Yeah. You know. Because as you do it more, it's going to get a little bit easier, I think. Yeah. But it makes me, I don't know. Sometimes I debate on how bougie I want to live my life versus how simple I want to live my life. Yeah. No, I feel that. Uh, Because I'm like. Because don't get me wrong. I want that 4,000 square foot house. Mm Mm-hmm. That nice ass house to the nice entry. Yeah. All the amount of acres as I can get. But the other part of me just wants that like minimalistic life. Mm-hmm. That is truly what you need. Yeah. All the rest that you want is just wants in life. Yeah, I feel that. I'm kind of best of both worlds there. I'm a mm-hmm. bougie little bitch in a lot of ways. Yeah. But then because the part of me like in a lot of ways too. I either want it all or I want super minimal. Yeah. But I can't ever just be happy in the middle there. Right. You know? <laughs> That's what got my mind turning not too long ago about that. But do you have enough confidence in yourself? I guess is the main question about this all. Do you have enough confidence in yourself that you can live 100% off-grid for at least a year? Yeah, I think I do. Genuinely, I think I do. Even if that meant that's probably like overconfident because like if I if it came down to doing it, it'd probably be a lot harder than I realized. Yes, but, but I do think I could do it. But like even, do you think you could do it without a lot of the modern stuff? Like even you could do it without AC, you just wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could do it without a boat, you just don't want to. Yeah. But do you think you could? Do you truthfully think you could be successful if you picked the right spot? Yeah, I do think I could. If I it would it would be a have to situation. Yeah, it wouldn't be like a oh I just want to try this. Right. But if I had to, yeah, I'm pretty confident that I could do it. I think I've adapted myself enough and learned a lot of ways, a lot of useful skills that can mm-hmm. probably make me do it, allow me to do that. I think I could do. It's probably some overconfidence, but I still think it could. I think being overconfident is better than yeah, not enough confidence. <laughs> yeah. Because the vast majority of this world right now would tell no. you absolutely no way I could not do it. No, most people don't know where their food comes from. Yeah, exactly. So they want to stop the people that are quite literally providing all of their yeah. food, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get me a couple cows. Get me a couple pigs and chickens. Yeah, you know, hunt the rest of my food. Yeah, fish. Oh, that's the other thing, dude. I got freaking pigs on my family property. I'll domesticate them bastards and start start a little pig farm. (laughs) Shit hits the fan. We just need to start like a little homestead compound. Yeah. That's what we need to do. That's the only way you're going to survive. Shit hits the fan, I think. Yep. But I think if, like I said, I I think if shit hit the fan, I think think I'm confident in myself that we could. Yeah. Like I said, it might be overly confident, but I think we could. And I also think like if, if, if we... 
did it in like that compound type, I feel like it'd be even better. Like yeah, you're like honestly, you're like you're providing for the community that yeah. you're in, you know. That's definitely the way to do it. I feel like yeah, it'd make things a lot easier. But I, I got to think about that because you know I just think all day when I drive. So <laughs> I got to think about that. I was like, man, that's almost like living out your hobby. It, it is all, yeah. all the it time, is, you know, for sure. Yeah. Would you be? The question is like, would you be happier doing that? And and not having to go into your nine to five, but you're literally just hunting and fishing and providing for yourself. And yeah, but I also think when it comes down to something like that, the hunting and fishing isn't, it doesn't become just doing something because you enjoy it anymore. No, it, I think it, it can be. But I think it can be though. In a, in a sense, but it, it, it also probably depends on how hard pressed you are. Yeah. It, it adds some, there's some additional pressure that it puts there. Mm-hmm. So I think it would change that for sure. Yeah, I think so. But I think just the the freedom of it, I think, is what would provide the overall, overall happiness to it. Yeah, I think it definitely could. That's a lot more to unpack than what we just did, though. But yeah. But moving on from that, also another thought I had, kind of we were talking about on the last episode too, some of the hunting trips and stuff that you're planning on going on and stuff, you know. And I had slightly been thinking about our guys trip every year, you know. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the guys trip, but this is something that I would like to do at some point in the future. It doesn't have to be like nowhere anytime soon. But like just like a brocation type thing. But what I want to do is like just go to different schools, football games throughout the whole country and just go try to go to as many different schools, football games. That's a really interesting one. <laughs> it is. And I don't know why. Like I'd love to go to like a Tennessee game or an Alabama game. Huh. I, I really would. I can't really relate there. Really? <laughs> I don't have I'd I'd like to do that. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't feel it. I mean, it'd be cool. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy watching football, so it'd be cool. But I don't. I don't have that necessarily. Want I like if I'm going to a game, I want it to be someone that I root for. Well, yeah, but I feel like you'd get into the game. You wouldn't just be chilling there, you know. Yeah, a little bit, but I don't get into any game like I get into no football game. Right. So. I wouldn't want it just to be some random matchup though i'd want it to be a a good like just just a good game rivalry rivalry type game yeah no i can see it it'd be cool to just see the atmosphere of it because i think every school has different atmospheres i think it'd be just cool to see and to see the the stadiums and stuff like that yeah i mean there'd be cool aspects to it but for some reason tennessee is just one i want i kind of want to go to (laughs) i don't know why yeah. No, I don't know. I guess I'm just too diehard. Stuck on my one team. Well, I am I too. Really see that. You probably should start going to more of their games versus trying to go <laughs> elsewhere, but that was a thought I had that I'd like to do at some point. Yeah. Tennessee would be one. I mean, Arkansas is not that far. That'd be kind of cool to go there. Yeah. Fayetteville area is a pretty cool area too. Yeah, it is. Pretty cool atmosphere and yeah, 
Other than, of course, Oklahoma State, would there be like any school you'd want to go to at all? Not in particular, no. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of honestly how I am. Other than like maybe seeing Tennessee, but yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, not that West Virginia's cool, but Morgantown's cool. I've driven through that. Just going, just going to the different cities and stuff, and then going to the game. I think would be cool. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Now, you mentioning that though makes me realize how sometimes how lame I can seem. 100%. Because certain stuff like that just doesn't really interest me. I'm just so, take me out to the middle of nowhere. Let me kill something or let me catch something. Like, that's what I think of when I travel. I don't understand it. Yeah. I can't help myself. Like, there's certain, don't get me wrong, there's like vacations and stuff that I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just... I just want to hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just lame, dude. I'm so stuck in my ways. Like, can't. Well, and then part of that, it's like, the reason why I said some of that, like part of that's trying to get out of my, my own comfort zone and doing some shit that I know I would appreciate later on. And it'd be just a cool thing to do and like, just check shit off that you did this, this, and this, and this. Agreed. Yeah. I would appreciate checking off animals I kill in other states. Like, <laughs> Well, it's not like you're not doing it, though. Well, yeah. Or attempting to. Well, yeah, but... Uh, if I'm going somewhere, if we could, might as well make use out of it. Go try yeah. and kill something. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds brutal, but... Go to a college game and kill some beers. No, that's not the same. <laughs> I can do that right here at home. Or at a Stillwater game where yeah. I know I'll be in my element. That's true. And... There's no place like Stillwater, Oklahoma. That's a fact, dude. I'll be 35 years old. I'll go still hit up the strip. Dude, I've have been a good time about that lately. I want to go back so bad. I've been talking about it ever since I graduated. I, w- I want to go back. I'll, I'd probably feel super out of place once I like got to the strip and stuff. Just seeing like college kids doing it and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'd still... I mean, I felt out of place every time I've been there, but I still <laughs> drank and had a great time. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's no issue. Sometimes it's better because you don't know people. Yeah. That was the nice thing, though. Every time we went during school, you'd like run into people you know from different yeah. groups and stuff and bullshit and have some drinks. I almost... Is Bedlam at home this year? I think so. I almost want to tailgate Jessica. I don't even remember. Even though I know we're going to get our ass whooped. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're shaping up. I still, I shouldn't get overconfident. I'm but not. Like, I'm we're over, shaping up. I'm sure. overconfident. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get as obliterated as I originally thought, but I still don't think we're going to like win. But no, it'll be pure adrenaline rush on their part if we do win. I don't know. You never know, man. I've been surprised in the past, so. And we've been playing really good football the last few games. I don't know if you've been watching. I have, We've yeah. been playing good football. So yeah, I don't know what switched, but I'm glad I did. Well, the play calling is shaped up. I'm pissed that we did that whole three-quarterback bullshit for the first mm-hmm. few games of the season. I mm-hmm. wish he would have just started one quarterback and let him play. I'm glad that he picked one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still don't know yet if I agree with the choice, but I'm the, the way he's been playing recently has not been bad. So. It makes the most sense. Just Yeah. Like it or not, experience does a lot. It so. does. 
It's good. And those other guys have a lot of football left to play in their career. So I kind of expected that was the way it was going to go. I just wish you would have done it sooner. Yeah, it should have just started out that way. Yeah. Because we we did like multiple quarterbacks years past, hadn't we? We've done, like we've played more than one quarterback a game, but typically it's when you have like a quarterback that can run the ball. Right. Quarterback that can throw the ball. There's, it's not like just playing three to see who's earning mm-hmm. the spot. You don't do that shit during games. Mm-mm. I don't care what Gundy said at the beginning of the season. You don't test your quarterbacks in the middle of games. Like you don't no. you don't let them compete for the spot during the games. They, they compete had, for the spot during practice. Exactly. They had plenty of opportunity to do that. Yeah. And to be honest, I think they knew all along. At the very least, if he wanted to do that, he should have let each quarterback play a full game. Yes. The first three games of the season, let each of them play a full game. Well, and does the, the best. problem is you have three different quarterbacks that have all three different cadences. They have all three different t- mm-hmm. play styles, you know. That yep. gets hard on the offense on trying to. Yeah, your receivers can't get in sync with the quarterback. I no. mean, that's important. It's all about leadership. Yeah, That quarterback is leading that offense, and you have three different guys doing it throughout yep. the whole game. That's, yep. No, you're asking for it. Yeah, that was that was stupid. There's no reason we should we shouldn't be undefeated right now. No, I don't think Iowa State's a better football team than us. I know for I, a fact South Alabama's not a better no. football team than we are. Yeah, so we, that one pissed me. All that, of them pissed me yeah. off. But you know what I did see today? I saw some emotion out of Mike Gundy during the game. Really? He was cheering and jumping up and down. I must have missed that part. I didn't even see it. Yep. Whenever they turned over the ball, <laughs> that's the first time, and I don't know how long I've seen an emotion out of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I've never liked about him. I like seeing a coach get into a game. I don't care if you're pissed or extremely happy. I want to see it. That's passion. Yeah, you should show that to your players, too, I feel like. I think whenever it's game time and you're in the game, professionalism needs to hit the door. When you're getting your ass beat up and down the field and you're just sitting there straight face, calm, cool, and collected, no. No. You better show your players you're pissed. Yeah. And tell them to get their shit in gear and figure yeah. something out. Like, <laughs> I want you in their faces. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. That's why I was kind of excited to see him. I mean, he had both hands and arm bumping. <laughs> so I've never seen that from Gundy. Yeah, he doesn't show that kind of stuff very often. No. That's for sure. And you and I have talked about this. Uh, I, don't, I know we haven't talked about it on football on air yet this year. But I've, I've been for years Mike Gundy fan. I've mm-hmm. vouched for him. Yep. You know, I've made excuses whenever other people are saying how horrible he is, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I'm jumping on that bandwagon. I'm, get, I'm getting pretty close. I've got one foot in. I was I was there at the beginning of the season. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know. He, I mean, I mean, they're setting us up for a letdown. The reason we haven't talked about this on the podcast is because we were expecting an awful season. Yeah. And now we're winning conference games, which I didn't think we were going to win a single no. one this year. But yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. Yeah, I I was. I mean, I was the same is, way. This is also coming from last year, though. I mean, you don't have that many players hit the transfer portal without shit going on behind scenes oh, with yeah. the coaching staff. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and a lot of the like the rumor mill that you hear on like social media and stuff when those players are hitting the transfer portal, it all usually has to do with coaching, yeah, and that sort of thing. So, and I mean that. Brings up some questions for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, and and just the, his the play calling that has been in the past few games, or I said earlier in the season. Yeah, that falls on him. And whenever he's in quotations supposed to be the best coach in the Big Twelve, 
Right. And he's, you know, going on press conferences saying how much he screwed up. That shouldn't happen if you're the best coach in, in the league. Mm-mm. That shouldn't happen. Any game that you lose should be on your players and not you as a coaching staff. Yeah. Whenever you're the the best coach in the league. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of switch has flipped the last few games, but really from what I've seen, the play calling looks a ton better. Mm-hmm. The offense just functions better with one quarterback. Yep. And it helps that Ollie Gordon is a freaking dude. He is. <laughs> He's so freaking good, dude. Yeah. He should have played more last year, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And that was a mistake on Gundy's part by not playing him more. But yeah. he's he's a freaking beast. And he seems like, I don't know if you've paid much attention to it, but what I like about him is when he like has a big play like that, when he breaks away for a touchdown and stuff, the first thing he does is he goes and like shows love to his offensive line. Yeah. Like he knows they're the reason that and like he just seems like an all around like good dude. Mm-hmm. And like he's just the man knows how to freaking run the ball. Yeah. He and does. It's cool to watch. Like it, it feels good seeing that kind of player at Oklahoma mm-hmm. State again. It because does. we haven't had that in a while. Not really. I mean, we've had a couple standout receivers in the past few years, but we haven't yeah. had like a crazy good running back. We've got a couple running backs in the NFL right now mm-hmm. that are both getting a lot of playtime. Yeah. Like Chuba Hubbard and Jalen yeah. Warren are both playing in the NFL. Dude, I miss Hubbard. So <laughs> Hubbard was fun to watch. Yeah, he was. But he was another one of those players that had a lot of problems with the coaching staff when mm-hmm. he was at OSU. Yeah. So, and actually I say that we have three running backs. Justice Hill is playing quite a bit this year too. Is he really? It helps because the starting running back of the Ravens exploded his Achilles. Oh, man. But he split in the backfield with the other running back. So we got three running backs in the NFL playing quite a bit of ball. So it's a good feeling because we're not known for having. How long was Hill at Oklahoma State? He wasn't. He wasn't there that long. I don't remember his story, like how he came to be and stuff like that. But he was there for a couple years playing full time for a couple years, I think. He could have played a little bit longer, couldn't he? Because. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember what situation. happened. He got arrested or something like that. But well, you, are you thinking of Tyreek Hill? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justice yeah, yeah. Hill was running back. Yes, you're recent. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Tyreek Hill yeah. actually doesn't claim Oklahoma State. No, because he did get arrested and kicked off the team. Yes, you're right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, about. I don't know. That dude is. The number one wide receiver in the NFL right now. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's we, what I was about to say. Was, we claim him, but we can't technically claim him because he doesn't claim us. I mean, he won us a Bedlam game, didn't he? He did, Yeah, but, but he like, doesn't claim us. Could, oh, I know. Could you imagine if he didn't fuck up, though? Yeah, that's the shitty thing is, like, I don't disagree with the way Gundy handled No, not at all. 100%. He deserved what he got, but... yeah. It just sucks. Now he's balling out in the NFL. He's he's quite literally carrying my fantasy football team this year. <laughs> dude, that dude is insane. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, which I don't follow NFL. Who's who's he at? Or, he's with the Miami Dolphins now. Okay, he's been there the last couple of years. Yeah, <clears throat> but no, he's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm excited to see the rest of the season with Ollie Gordon and see him keep running the ball as well as he does because there's definitely not a better running back in the Big 12 right now. Mm. There might not be a better one in the country with the way he's played the last like three games. Dude, he's been showing out. If he keeps it up, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. What? I've just honestly been watching our games. I've I've caught a couple other games 
on here and there, but my bad. Can you hit me a bullet? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Do for one. I forgot about those. <clears throat> um, those have been here since the last pot, so I don't know what they taste like. Yeah, those, I usually buy those things. Yeah. Answer, so. um, what's the what's the rankings at for the Big 12 right now? Um, OU's obviously number one. Fuck they're man. still undefeated. Texas is probably up there. We're probably like four in the Big 12. Oh, we're that high? Yeah, because the only, the only teams better than us that we haven't beaten are Oklahoma, Texas, and Iowa State. Everybody else so far we've beaten, and the rest of the teams around us aren't having that good of a season, so we're still above them. Yeah, we I, started out at the bottom, but we're kind of climbing our way up. Yeah, I'm going to look this up. But yeah, I didn't know we were that high. Which we're also not playing. Who are we not playing this year? Because I forgot it's a weird. To, oh, we're not going to play. But how does that work out if it comes to like Big 12 champ? It'll probably be like a strength of schedule type thing. And then based on wins and losses. If Texas goes and their only losses to Oklahoma, we're not getting in. They're going to play Oklahoma again for the Big 12 championship. Hmm. OU, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily see OU losing another game in the Big 12. They shouldn't. Unless they lose to like us <laughs> by some fluke deal. Yeah. So who do who do we have next? Um, I don't even know actually. Yeah, it's Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas State, then us, then Iowa State. Kansas is number six. BYU is seven. West Virginia is eight. Wait, are we number three in the Big 12? Four. Oh, we're f- oh wait, who's above us? Kansas State, Texas, and OU. Kansas State's still above us? Mm-hmm. What? We beat Kansas State, though. I don't know. According to Fox Sports. Huh. Yeah. Um, we play, realistically, our, like, we play Cincinnati next, which we should beat them. If we keep playing like we have, then we play Oklahoma. Probably won't beat them. Then we play UCF, who we should beat. They've been a really bad team, but they almost beat Oklahoma today. Yeah. Like I didn't deal. see that game, yeah. but I heard about that. Um, and then Houston, who's pretty ass. And then BYU's our last game of the season, which BYU's a decent team. But I think we should be mm-hmm. able to beat them. So, so we're only not playing Texas? Yeah, as far as I know. And I don't think we played TCU this year. Let me look that up. Oh, it's all the Texas teams. We don't play... Uh, we don't play Houston either? We play Houston. That's the only Texas team we play. We don't play Baylor, Texas Tech, TCU, or Texas. Huh. Which is weird, but... That is very weird. Um, slightly good, because... Yeah, it is, but... I haven't even paid attention to their seasons to see. I know Texas is pretty good, obviously, but... Yeah, so we play, oh, okay, so we play Cincinnati and then. To be honest, the only game I for sure see us losing the rest of the season is to OU. <laughs> yeah, which is the next one after Cincinnati. Yeah, and BYU's up in the air. The rest of those teams we should beat if we keep playing like we have, so. So, yeah, I'm just still confused on how the championship game would go if. 
yeah, there's no there's no telling how they'll factor it in. It's going to be based off of strength and schedule and same way they do CFP because they all play different teams. So. Yeah, which I don't really pay much attention. So that'll be like, it's probably going to be Texas. If Texas goes out undefeated, they'll make it. It'll probably be OU and Texas. That's what it looks like right now. Yeah. It'll be OU and Texas in a rematch for the Big 12 Championship. I don't see any other team making it unless Texas or OU loses one or two more games for the rest of the season. Which I don't see that happening. No. I don't maybe maybe Texas, but... Yeah. Texas, like, for us to get in the Big 12 Championship, we'd have to pretty much go undefeated for the rest of the season and then Texas to, like, lose another game or something oh. like that. Because OU's pretty much... Like, damn near guaranteed to go at this point of the year. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to lose to anybody else in this Which season. I'm honestly surprised they're doing as good as they are this season. They have proved to be better than I expected. Yeah. Their quarterback is kind of balling out a lot more than I thought. I didn't like him originally. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I don't like OU, obviously, but, like, I pay attention to him and... Unfortunately, I'd rather see an Oklahoma team do well than any other team, mm-hmm. obviously. And I didn't like their quarterback situation. I thought he was overhyped, but he's been playing pretty well this season. So. Yeah. Do you think you're going to like the Big 12 next year? Um, In the next, I forget, because like, we've got some more teams coming. Not everybody's here yet. I forgot about that. We've got another couple teams coming. Um, I like it. I like seeing the new teams come in, but I'm just bummed to see the the OU and Texas games not happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I it obviously we want Bedlam, but yeah. then even then, like the well, Texas yeah. game was a crazy good game every year too. Like mm-hmm. I hate seeing that one go. So. Yeah, even though like that wasn't like a rival for us, that was always the next yeah closest thing. You know, yeah. The only reason I've ever been. On the field in Boone Pickens Stadium is because we beat Texas one year while I was in college and yeah. we stormed the field. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's a kind of bittersweet to lose that bedlam because you it and I is. talking we're talking last season like whenever we're, all this was coming to flourishing like who's going to be our bedlam, who's going to be our rival? Yeah, I really don't even know at this point. I mean, how long has this rival been around? Right. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it comes back later. Like, they'll eventually reschedule it. But right now, our non-conference games are scheduled until, like, 2026. If not farther than that. If not farther. So, it'll be a few years before. I think it may be farther than that. But it it will come back. Yeah. But it'll just be a while, I think. But it won't be... To me, it won't feel like a true bedlam. It won't be quite the same, but... You're not not competing within the same conference. You're not competing for for those... That Big 12 champ. It, you're not, but then again, you're still competing against your in-state rival. So yeah. you still, it's still a pretty important thing. I would assume it will come back. Then again, maybe it won't. I don't know. I mean. Right now, the way I see it, I feel like if we had an, our next rival, when it comes to the best teams in the Big 12 right now, in my opinion, it's probably going to be like Kansas State. Probably. Kansas yeah. State. I can maybe see an Iowa State at some point, maybe. Iowa State's up there just because they've been a team that ruins our season every yeah. <laughs> year. But they always play hard against Oklahoma. Yeah. Teams. 
they're just always there's that sneaky team against everybody to mm-hmm. be honest they always take down like the undefeated team somehow yeah, it's, it's they've weird. done it to OU too yeah so but yeah it'd probably be like an Iowa State or a Kansas State yeah. or something like that they're the only other teams like that because it, it has to be a team that's been in the Big 12 for a while it's mm-hmm. not going to be one of these new teams because the history's not there Right. So it's going to be one of the teams that's been in the Big 12 for a while, and it's got to be one that's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. We don't give a sh- Like, Kansas is shaping up. They are, but it's not going to be. But I don't think it's going to last, to be honest. I don't see them staying a great football team. And we beat them this year, and we shouldn't have, according to rankings and stuff like that. So Yeah. They played a good ball game, though. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't see that lasting. I think the teams with the best chance of, like, staying pretty good. Is probably Kansas. I think I almost feel like the way things will go, I think it's going to be like uh, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, like it is with OU and OSU right now. But I think, I think Kansas State may be here to stay a little bit within the, the realm of success that they're at. Yeah. I think they're kind of like, I think they're, I mean, Oklahoma State was shit. What was that? I don't know. Why am I scared as shit right now? Because <laughs> I didn't tell you the rest of my ghost stories either. Stop. <laughs> what was that? Dude, I don't know. That scared me though. <laughs> Anyways. That's lit up. That's never lit up before. Stop. <laughs> it's not funny. What was I saying? Scared of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I think Kansas State will remain a pretty solid program. Um. The other team that I could see is Texas Tech. I forgot about them. They're not a great football program right now. They have their years. Mm-hmm. But Texas Tech is kind of one of those teams that we already have some beef with. Yeah. There's the whole, um, like, they always, there's always, like, a argument of, like, our hand signals. Like, they throw up pistols, too, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So there's always that back and forth. So I could see Texas Tech becoming a, a decent rivalry, too. Mm-hmm. I think... I think Kansas State would be a fun rival, though. Yeah. If they, like, because I don't, I don't want to, I, I say this, like, our current biggest rival hasn't beat the dog shit out of us for the major, majority of the rivalry. But, like, I don't want it to be some shit team that we just no. beat the shit out of every year. I want it to be a good game. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kansas State has given us a yeah, run for our money. Yeah, too, so though. Kansas State would be a good one. Um, I mean, that's as... It sits right now. Yeah. I I don't see like a TCU or, I mean, Baylor. No. Oh, I don't really see Baylor, but maybe. Maybe. It could be any one of the Texas teams, really. But, but how, do you just, how do you just start a, how do you just start a rivalry? <laughs> I don't really know, honestly. You know, I don't think you just start one. Not really. I think there's got to be beef within the university with the students, to be honest, to start that shit. Pretty much, yeah. But it, it could turn into one with one of those teams that's been in the Big 12 for a while that yeah. we already have a little bit of beef with. So I mean, I, I think I think those are those. You got to have a rival. Yeah, 
You can't just not. Right. So I don't know. I mean, if Oklahoma and Oklahoma State rival do come back, I feel like it's going to be... It may be a pretty big rival, even more so than it is now. Oh, I think it will I think be there's like, going to be a lot, of, a lot of beef there. I mean, by, because there is now. By the time it comes back around, everybody will be amped up and, like, ready to see, like, who's mm-hmm. going to take it back over, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll probably be Oklahoma, but... You never know, man. We might shape up. And... <clears throat> we'll see. It'll be interesting, though, but, yeah, it's going to be quite a few years Yeah, down the road. I know for a fact we have games scheduled through 2025, and it's probably a little bit beyond that. I thought I heard it was like the next eight or ten years, but I could be that could be drastic. Yeah, I don't know for sure. And the other thing is, like, for non-conference games, OSU never schedules a tough opponent. Mm-mm. We always play shit teams that we can just beat the shit out of. Yeah, why the fuck are we going to pay OU to come beat our ass? Well, it, it, it wouldn't necessarily be like a pay for yeah. those things. If they're like similar skill level teams, I don't think they'd like work out a payment thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like when we play South Alabama, we paid them to come beat our ass this year. But those are like <laughs> smaller level schools. Yeah. Non-conference games don't necessarily have to be like pay somebody to come play, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. There's some. There's gonna be some new stuff that's gonna be kind of fun to watch in the next couple of years, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it sucks to see OU and Texas lead, but it'll be an interesting little those, change up. Those are my favorite games to watch with those Oklahoma Texas games. Yeah, they were, but got some new teams in there, and it'd be cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm not counting out some of the new ones. What are the other ones coming in? I forget. We were talking about it at work the other day. I don't remember who else was coming in. Because <clears throat> we, Houston. What were the What are the new ones this year? Houston and UCF, and then Cincinnati, and then uh, BYU. BYU. Yeah, so I think it's 2025 we're getting Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. So in the start of 2024, we'll have 16 teams in the Big 12. Okay. Yeah, so we're getting more next year than I thought we were. But this year we got BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. I completely forgot we were getting Colorado. Yeah, I did too, actually. That'll be honestly kind of fun. <laughs> It'll be fun if Coach Prime shapes up that team. Dude, um, I have I have weird faith, and I think it's just what he has created there that yeah. makes me have that faith in Colorado. He's landing those commits right now, but he, he also landed those commits like before the season really got going. Mm-hmm. And I haven't checked, but I think they've lost like a, at least another game or two since... Really? The yeah, some of them been really close though. Yeah, so like I'm not counting them out. I think he's still going to turn that program around. But I mean, you just the way I look at it though, what he's been able to do thus far, and just like the I don't know the atmosphere. The atmosphere is huge. Oh yeah, on a football team, it definitely is. 
But he has national spotlight in fucking Colorado. Right. You know, I forgot they had a football team. <laughs> there was, I mean, it's been within our lifetime that, the, though, that they were like a team to be reckoned with. Like they had a. Yeah. They had a solid team. No, he's he's really good at just getting the spotlight, which I don't know. I was I was kind of on that weird bandwagon after the first couple games, like, oh, they're gonna take it. I mean, like their first game of the season, they played TCU, mm-hmm. which was fun to watch. Yeah, um, and it gave I think it gave people a lot of false hope because mm-hmm. it did. People expected TCU to be. Much better than they actually were. You would have thought they should have been. Yeah, I mean, they lost so many players. Yeah. Like, they lost a lot of players last year, so. I fucking hate TCU. I haven't even checked up on them to see how the rest of their season's been going, but. Oh, they lost. They got their shit kicked out of them by Kansas State today. Mm. 41 to 3. Oh, God. Yeah, TCU's four and four right now. Jesus. Now Colorado, if they start shaping up and building their program even more than what they're at now, they'll be a horse to be reckoned with. I think the next couple of years. Yeah, they're a good team to add to. It's a good timing for the them to be added to the Big Twelve mm-hmm. if Sanders if, keeps up what he's if doing. He stays there. Yeah, I th- to be honest, I think he has bigger plans beyond Colorado. See, I don't necessarily know. No, that's the case. Really? He has no reason to chase money. The dude's got so much money, he doesn't have... I think he's more proven a point than anything right now. Yeah. He just wants to prove that, like, he could turn the school around. And, like, be good at what he does. Yeah. He, he might move to different schools down the road, but I don't think it'll be something, like, super quick. But I will say, I also don't think he's, like, the type to be at that school as long as, like, Gundy's been in Oklahoma mm-hmm. State. I don't see him being that way. You see him moving to NFL? Not really. I don't feel like I don't. He doesn't strike me as the type to like have that drive to do that. But I could be wrong. I feel like most. I feel, see that that'd be such like a most most high or uh, most college coaches. I don't think want to move to the NFL. No, I think there's like a. I don't know what it is like a a pride behind it that like. Some coaches are just built for college and that atmosphere mm-hmm. and that like that aspect of like creating something out of nothing and turning a school around and stuff like that. Like I don't I don't think every coach really wants to go to the NFL. No. Uh, I think it takes a certain kind of type. So mm-hmm. yeah, and Sanders doesn't really strike me as that type. Maybe not, no. Yeah, he like you said, he may move to different schools, but uh-huh. I, th- I think he will turn Colorado around substantially in the next couple of years, though. I mean, if they if they continue to have a good enough season this year, like if they finish out as a relatively decent team, they should, as long as they keep their recruits that he's got coming in and that sort of thing. Um, but shit's kind of hit the fan. Like, his son that's at quarterback and that like hunter kid that plays both sides of the ball. He plays like receiver and cornerback or whatever. They like, they started the season as being like elite level players 
and they've kind of been exposed as the season has gone yeah. on. Like that kind of like ruined a little bit of it for them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think if they can finish out the season as a decent team, I think it'll it'll keep, yeah. keep going up for them. I could, if that could potentially be another rival, I think could see happen. Yeah, I feel I like think, it could. I think there could be so much. Did Colorado used to be in the Big 12? Maybe. I vividly remember games between them and OU, but I'm trying to remember if they had games against OSU. Because when did, when did the Big 12 break before? When Missouri was in? It was like Missouri. Wasn't Arkansas there? Arkansas Tex- was in there? Texas A&M. I didn't know Arkansas was in there. I feel like Arkansas was there. Yeah, Arkansas was part of the Big 12, weren't they? Were they? I could be wrong, but I feel like they were. Mm-hmm. Oops. Wrong one. I didn't know that. I want to say they were. I could be wrong, though. Yep, you were. From 96 to 2010. 2010, yeah. I feel like 2010 was, or like somewhere around that time frame was a big shape shake up in conferences. Where a lot of those teams moved. Like, yeah, I knew Missouri was. Was Nebraska? Nebraska was. Nebraska was, too. Yeah. Nebraska moved. What conference are they in? Like, Big Ten? Big Ten or ACC Well, they're, they're, they're in the same shit. one as, as Colorado. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's their kind of rival. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, it was like. So that makes sense. Missouri, Texas A&M, and Arkansas all moved to the SEC at, like, the same time, I feel like. Which blows my mind. Because I don't feel like they were. Any of them were that good to move to the SEC. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the SEC was all that dominant See, at that time either. I feel like Arkansas is a halfway decent team. Yeah, they are. They're never like I, a... I like watching Arkansas football, though. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. They're never like a really, really bad I team. would like to see them come back, even though I know they won't. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. There's certain teams like that, like outside of our conference and stuff. Like I like seeing them do well, yeah, and stuff like that. But I don't follow them enough to know yeah. if they have any chance or know if I like their coaching situation or anything like yeah. that. No, I'm glad Colorado's coming back then because I, I I completely forgot they were in the Big Twelve before. Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. Since wait, was that one of them that left? Did you look up Colorado or Arkansas? Oh, Colorado left in 2010? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. From 1996 to 2010. Yeah. Because I feel like... And it was in the Big 8 for 47 years before that. Really? Which I think OK State was in Big 8 before that. Yeah, I think they just like changed the conference to yeah. Big 12 at that time. So up until 2010, they were... Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I remember like there was some like big upset game or something or some championship game that I feel like I remember Colorado like beating OU or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I some for some reason have that memory. Yeah, I'd the reason I probably remember that and not Oklahoma State is because we were probably dog shit at the time. So <laughs> have been most of our life. Yeah, <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> In our like the Twitter group chat that I have with a couple buddies from college, um, one of them is he's an Oklahoma State graduate. He got his like bachelor's degree from Oklahoma State, and then he went to get he went and got his like 
master's degree from Texas Tech, and he doesn't support like either school. Mm-hmm. He's one of those like he kind of just like hypes up whatever team is mm-hmm. the best at the time, and he like talks so much shit on OSU. And I'm like, dude, you're a graduate. How can you sit there and talk <laughs> shit like that? So Austin and I like to get him riled up. <laughs> Anytime OSU makes a big play, like Bowman will throw a touchdown pass or something like that. We're like Bowman, Bowman for Heisman, just to piss off Dion. <laughs> like all we do is try to get him riled up, yeah. and like he's like a closet OU fan. Like he uh-huh. he hypes up OU, which makes no. It's a disgrace to me. If, mm-hmm. Like if you ask me, being an OSU graduate, so we'll talk so much shit. And like Austin called it today. We I was sitting in the deer stand this morning. And Austin called it. He was like, man, I feel like OU's just setting us up to have a disappointing game and, like, almost lose to UCF. And they literally did. <laughs> like, he called it to a T, and I was like, wow, that was actually impressive. Like, I was not expecting that. But he was doing it to Ryle Dion. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so funny. <clears throat> oh, that's awesome. Who's OU's next game? I have no idea. They probably do for like a bye week at some point. I don't think they've had one yet. God, I wish ours was that late. Yeah, I don't know why we do ours so early. Do you have a choice? I mean, they schedule it. Yeah. They schedule it years in advance, I think, but still. I mean, they get a choice. Hmm. For some reason, we always do ours really early, though. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. No, me neither. Because it's like after the non-conference games. Pretty much, yeah. We'll play like one conference game and then have a bye week. And we're just like, why don't you do a few conference games and then have a bye week so you can rest your team? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how all that scheduling works, so I could be talking out of my ass and maybe they got a plan. But Yeah. No, I'm excited to see where the Big 12 goes. Yeah, it should be interesting in the next few years. I think we might have a better shot at... Getting some more Big 12 champs. <laughs> I mean, shit, we're definitely, like, next in line, I feel like. Yeah. There's no reason we shouldn't, like, take over the conference. But... Definitely paid our dues enough getting shit kicked yeah. aside. So. You know, hate to see them, lo- to them leave, but in all honesty, it probably does Oklahoma State good. Yeah, probably. I mean, it is what it is. Like, people will make jokes and talk shit, like, when OU and Texas leave. If we start winning the Big 12, like, almost every year, they'd be like, oh, yeah, all it took is us leaving. It's like, okay. Yeah. So what? You left. It was your choice. Yeah, like, we're taking over the conference now, so be it. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean. Y'all could have stayed and held yeah, that title. Yeah, what do you expect us to do? Like, not win it? Like yeah. <laughs> Now you're just going to get your shit handed to you in the SEC. Y'all ain't going to be winning no conferences no more. Not very often. You say that, you never know. You might run in and take over that shit. That's true, I guess. I don't really see that happening. But I don't either. I think they'll do better than a lot of people expect. But Probably so. Texas, mm, I don't know. Texas is so hit or miss, man. They're supposed to be back every year, but they're never really back. This year's their best chance. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This year's been the best, best year they've had in a long time. Yeah. Which I'm surprised, but you never know until they start playing some games, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Hopefully, the next time we record, we're not pissed off and 
<laughs> not, no, it's, it's very possible. Not 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 talk about football again until next year. <laughs> it was That's typically what happens. We have like one or two episodes we talk about football and then just done. Uh, Which I was already done at the beginning of the season. And I was like, oh. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, as soon as we lost to freaking South Alabama, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, because we were going to go tailgate for the Kansas State game. Oh, and yeah. I was like, no, I'm fucking done. I don't want to go watch <laughs> this shit. That would have been a good one to go to. It would have been. <laughs> it would have been. But I don't got anything else. I don't really either. This podcast has ran on actually a lot longer than I expected it to. So, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> some aimless hours for you there. Yep, that has been aimless hours number two. Kate and I drank enough beers that we started rambling on. You can already tell if you've made it this far into the episode, you can see how drastically the topic can change. So, that's pretty much what you can expect from the Hookworks podcast. Um, uh, and with that being said, we uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening. We hope you appreciated the little break from our bitching about how deer season's going. And uh, <laughs> non-existent deer season. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, we appreciate you guys listening. Friendly reminder to uh, check out the socials. We're going to try and get those kickstarted again and uh, get a little more active on those. And we're going to keep these podcasts cranking out now that we're back on this, uh, hopefully, somewhat of a schedule. The, the foreseeable future looks pretty good for Cade and I's ability to get together and record these episodes. So, um, as always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. See ya.